The marvel of eternal purpose transcends all the carnal vanity of this life. This eternal purpose surely exists, but it takes faith, repentance, and surrender to see it. Faith isn't fantasy or wishing. Hebrews 11.1 reads, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What a fantastic passage. Faith taps into and actually allows us to interface and even become one with the living God who created all that is visible and invisible. Without eternal purpose, all your earthly efforts return to dust. The eternal purpose of those born again in God's only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, is filled with love, grace, mercy, peace, and eternal promise. God's eternal purpose is not a bless-me club where we attend church to receive a bushel full of blessing. The purpose is accomplished as we are grafted into the tree of life and become fruitful and multiply. As the believer seeks God's face in his word, he begins to reproduce. As he witnesses of God's saving grace leading others to Christ, as well as encouraging and strengthening the redeemed with his example. This labor of love expands and strengthens the invisible and eternal kingdom of God. This is the eternal purpose. How marvelous it is. Have you been born again? Would you like the ability and the privilege to participate in the work of the invisible kingdom of God? Would you like today to be your day where all your sin, shame, and bondages are washed away? Come on in. Jesus Christ awaits your arrival. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. This will be your first act of righteousness. Now for today's subject. God said, Matthew 6, 9 through 13. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. God said, Deuteronomy 11.21, that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. God said, Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Man said, I will live free of the moral constraints of the Bible. I will follow my own will and see where it leads me. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 931 that will once again certify the glorious inerrancy of God's Holy Bible. All of these powerful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the saints and as bait for the fishers of men. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. Be sure to take advantage of these powerful features. One, you have questions? God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. And number three, imagine 
you can download nearly 349 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Thank you for coming. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. Jesus directs us to pray, and when teaching his disciples to pray, he says to pray after this manner, Matthew 6, 9 through 13, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Christ wouldn't tell us to pray for what can't or won't be. In verse 10, the Lord says, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Is such a thing possible? What is God's will for earth? His will was demonstrated in the beginning. In the beginning, his will for man and the earth was an eternal, sinless paradise, where his children and all creation will live in harmony with him and each other. But Adam and Eve had another idea. They exercised their free will and chose Satan's words, and as a result, the curse of the law of sin and death began its reign. For a short period of time, God's will was exercised upon this earth. God said, man said, has cited numerous third-party sources confirming it all. A supernatural beginning? Yes. Light before the sun? Yes. A host of non-biblical societal records? Yes. All creation formed out of dust? Yes. All the creatures of the earth, once vegetarian? Yes. MTDNA Eve, the mother of all living, excuse me. Yes. Y chromosome Adam, the father of all living? Yes. The serpent which lost its legs, yes. An average pre-flood lifespan of 911 years, yes. All of this and more, a resounding yes. Academic disciplines such as archaeology, paleontology, microbiology, geology, ancient history, chronology, and the world's societal memory all say yes. What is God's will in heaven? And the believer's promise of eternity, we find these glorious passages. Revelation 22, 1 through 6. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign for ever and ever. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. 
and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. No more tears, no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying, no more pain, and of course, no more sin. These terrible things which are abundantly present on the earth are not the will of God, but are the products of the curse of sin and death and are the purview of Satan. It's obvious God's will is not happening in the earth as it is in heaven, at least not yet. The glorious fulfillment of the Lord's Prayer will not happen until something totally and globally devastating takes place. Jesus compares his returning to as it was in the days of Noah, where the world as they knew it was totally destroyed. This coming global devastation takes place during the highly anticipated seven-year tribulation period and culminates at the dreaded Battle of Armageddon. Armageddon plays out at Jerusalem. At this place, something utterly world-ending and life-changing takes place. The world as we know it will be destroyed. Christ returns in his power, landing on the Mount of Olives, an earth-altering earthquake such as the world has never experienced occurs, and all the earth's armies that have gathered against Israel will have been destroyed. The mountains will have fallen flat. The islands, which are tops of mountains, will have disappeared, and every wall and every city will have fallen. As a result of the great judgments during the tribulation and the battle of Armageddon, the vast majority of the earth's population will be dead. The world will be changed drastically, and it is here at Armageddon that Jesus Christ establishes his 1,000-year reign upon this earth. In order for God's will to be reinstated upon this earth, something very drastic must take place, and it is soon to happen. Imagine during the thousand-year reign of Christ, known as the millennium, that Isaiah 2, chapter 2 through 4 reads, And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow into it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths, for out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Speaking of Christ, Isaiah 11, 1 through 9 reads, And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor, 
and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, and faithfulness the girdle of his reins. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf, and the young lion, and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. And the cow and the bear shall feed. Their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. And the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. But before God's will can be accomplished in the earth, something globally drastic and life-changing must take place. It might appear that the idea of God's will in the earth as it is in heaven is completely out of the realm of our abilities, but in a very real way, it is not. Even as the earth will require something very drastic and globally dramatic to take place, it has actually happened and is happening in the life of the redeemed. To those who embrace the word of God with their might, Deuteronomy 11.21 reads, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. This promise to the Hebrew children was given unto them as they began their conquest in the land of Canaan, their promised land, a kingdom of righteousness. For the born again, it works the same way. But our kingdom, the kingdom of God, dwells within and is not apparent to the casual observer. We are directed to pray, Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The globe requires a drastic and dramatic experience. The born again have had one and are developing in the likeness of Christ. Jesus directs us to press into the kingdom, to strive to enter in at the straight gate. This is God said, man says, last feature for the year 2018. And the call to all the house of faith is to get more heaven more God's will between my ears, in my heart and soul, in my home, and in all places where I have been given dominion. Only God can bring about His will in all the earth, but He has given you and I the power in Jesus' name to establish His will in our own domains. At this place, unbelief is replaced with faith, hopelessness with hope, hatred is replaced with love, sorrow is replaced with promise, Sickness by the stripes of Christ, stress is replaced with peace, and all tears are dried from our eyes. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one through 57 Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
even death itself, Satan's ultimate dread, is swallowed up in victory by one single Holy Ghost gulp. This year, I need more heaven in my life. The process is childlike simple. God's will and not mine. Turn up the heat on yourself. This year is the year to dominate our domains. It's God's will. God said in Matthew chapter 6, 9 through 13, After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. God said, Deuteronomy 11:21, that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth. God said, Romans 8:28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Man said, I will live free of the moral constraints of the Bible. I will follow my own will and see where it leads me. Now you have the record.